start off with Jalen Green, our first G League um, participant from this year, playing for G League Ignite um, for 15 games in the bubble this year. What are the things um, just physically and, you know, the background on Jalen Green that pop out to you right away? Uh, well, Jalen Green, he's a player I've uh, watched for a few years now. And obviously when, you know, he went to prolific grind session comes to our area has had a few opportunities to watch him there. Uh, I think the thing that always stood out to me with Jalen Green is when you see him in person, it's just how well he gets off the floor and just how explosive of an athlete he is. He's got good size at around six foot five and you know he can handle the ball a little bit shoot a little bit and really good at the rim so I mean when you see a player with those physical physical gifts with that size it's very you know eye-popping right away yeah I think definitely his length stands out he's six five six eight wingspan so I mean you're right in that the average height and wingspan for an NBA shooting guard but he looks a little bit bigger than that I wonder if those are outdated numbers because on the G League scene he looked a little bit or mm-hmm. the film, it looked a little bit longer than that. Obviously, coming straight from high school, still young, just turned 19 in February, so a lot of growth there. And he was arguably, you know, Ignite's best player when you got guys like Jared Jack playing alongside him. In 15 games, Green was really good, uh, really efficient on the offensive end. And uh, that was really just what stood out to me, just his efficiency. He was really good off the dribble and uh, from three-point line. So his efficiency really stood out you know, from his production standpoint. Yeah. And I think when you look at him, his ability to, to get to the rim and we're, you know, he's in that G League bubble playing against, you know, he's not playing against college kids. He's playing against, I mean, granted they're G League players. They're still grown men. They play, you know, had cups of coffee in the NBA or G League guys or whatnot. But when you see the way he finished around the rim against those guys, you know, averaged over 1.2 points per possession on non-post-up finishes around the basket. His body control around the basket when he leaves his feet is phenomenal. And uh, I think that was the thing that really stood out to me uh, with his game. And, you know, perimeter shooting, you know, when you enter an environment like that and you're playing against older guys, they're wiser and stronger and been around longer than you. You know, sometimes, you know, you're shooting – isn't there right away. You know, you see that with kids when they go to college and make that jump. And I mean, that's something he did struggle with in the uh, bubble, but something that was encur- encouraging was he did make the uncontested. Yeah, I was just really impressed um, how quick and efficient he was off the dribble. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't waste motion too often. And when he was going to the basket, he ended up getting there more often than not. Like you said, going against guys that have played in the NBA or fighting for an NBA spot, I mean, that's a lot more impressive than doing it at the high school or even college level. Um, kind of piggyback to piggyback off that, um, you know, his three point shooting is obviously from the NBA line too. So that right. makes it even more impressive. 36.5% from three, 83% from the free throw line. I think that's going to be something that he'll be able to rely on going forward. It's his shooting. Um, obviously, I think it will only improve going forward. Oh, I do too. With him, the other thing that I, you know, kind of noticed was he was able to get, get off the dribble a little bit and find some success. Now, granted, there are times when I felt like Jalen and settles for contested mid-range pull-ups a little bit too often. But, you know, for the most part, he was able, you know, to, to get it going off the dribble. And that's another layer of his games that he kind of seems to be peeling back. Yeah, and I like that he used his body to create that space too. Like you right. said, sometimes he would be settling for a mid-range jumper after doing that. But he'd also use that contact to step back for three once in a while. And 
he looked pretty good doing that. So I think that's another thing, especially as he gets stronger, he'll be able to rely on those step backs a little bit more, using his body a little bit better, you know, just more often, basically. But I thought that was a really good thing for him. Um, like you said, his slashing and finishing ability, I really think that's going to be something he'll be able to rely on pretty much from day one in the A. Almost definitely, because, you know, that that's, that's always going to be there. Like, it's just there with the way he plays and his motor and everything. And another thing I, I felt like he did very well was, you know, he was very good in isolation when he got to go one-on-one with guys. And in transition, he excelled as well. And uh, another spot that I kind of, you know, thought was impressive was in spot-up situations. We're talking about a guy that averaged over a point possession and ranked in the 82nd uh percentile and spot ups for him that that's that's pretty solid yeah definitely that's that's one of the reasons why i think his shooting will be a major a major strength for him going forward um kind of going back you mentioned his motor i thought he was really active and aware especially like early in the game but that seemed to kind of fade off as he got tired i think conditioning is something that he'll really need to work on yeah the nba condition is a lot different even from the high college level conditioning in the nba you just have to be in in unbelievable shape and I think that's one area that will help his game if he can take that next step because early in games it looked like he was really active and aware and kind of just fell off once he got the right I I did notice that a little bit too and he just kind of fade at the end of games but one thing I do have to give him credit for is a lot of those guys that played on that ignite team as you got later in their time in the bubble they were sitting out games they they weren't out there but not not Jalen he was out there you know competing ready to go even you know when some of those other guys weren't out there and I think that kind of says a good bit about about him and his mentality yeah definitely and that is one thing i kind of question how much of a competitor is he it seems like he has some competitiveness to him but i just didn't know if he was you know that that high level competitor where that's going to help him be a, a plus or an all-star level defender in the in the NBA. What are your thoughts on the overall competitive? Now, I will agree with you. And I think that's a very fair question, Mark. Uh, when you say, when you talk about the defensive end, because I, you know, I had on my notes that he, he has the tools to be a good defender, but there's times where he just, you know, gets caught on screens or doesn't, or it's kind of soft and doesn't fight through him or doesn't have that willingness to, you know, kind of push through. And he's like, ah, oh, you know, it's just a defensive end, kind of that type of mindset. And I think that that's something that he's got to improve on at the next level. But it's not like you look at this guy and you say he doesn't have the tools to be a good defender. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely think his tools are there and, and the fundamental base. I mean, like you said, sometimes he doesn't quite get through screens, but he knows how to when he wants to. You know, he gets his hips over the top of the screens and stuff and gets through them. And on the help side, he's helping, getting back, like just showing that overall awareness and stuff. I think the fundamentals are there for him to be a really good defender. And I think he'll be able to guard couple positions at the next level too with his length and you know quickness he should be able to guard twos and threes maybe even switch on to you know point guards once in a while and be able to contain them maybe down the road once he adds more strength maybe switch on to fours so i think there's a lot of defensive versatility um at least potentially for Jalen. almost definitely and that's the thing that stood out to me when looking at his you know physical profile and just some clips here defensively and looking at like bits and pieces here and there was when you see a guy of that type of defensive versatility in today's NBA that's that's something that every team covet yeah definitely he had a 2.3 percent steal rate so you know a positive impact on that end at least and one thing that I was kind of kind of weird I thought was doesn't really pursue rebounds very hard like they were right there for him but he would just let other guys get it I think that would really you know at least stat wise it would really improve his overall profile if he would just go and grab them that might be a little selfish but I mean 
you would like to see that just you know just go get it i know i know i know he like to leak out a good bit too yeah i didn't see that too much but i only you know, only watch a handful of stuff so could definitely be missing that what do you i was kind of um worried about his second effort i know you kind of mentioned this about you know not getting over screens and stuff but did you see him kind of give up at all like you know make a good play and then just kind of relax at all or see him uninterested i would notice that in high school a good bit where he would take possessions off for sure but i thought in the g league bubble he was more engaged and things things start to get you know real he's starting to become professional i thought i thought things start to click a little bit more now i will say he still does it a little bit but it's not near as bad as it was at the high school level yeah um kind of just looking forward to the nba what do you see kind of his role being especially early in the in his career like you said with him uh his his slashing and athleticism is going to translate right away i think you know you can have him as a two guard that's a slashing two guard can kind of create off the dribble and use that you know separation that he's able to create to maybe create his own shot a little bit I could see him struggling shooting the ball, you know, early on in his career. That's something I think proved. I just think overall, you know, he, he has the potential to be a, a multi-year all-star. He's just a little bit more, you know, raw and he's got to, you know, kind of bring some of that out of his game. But he, the, this this kid's ceiling is very high. Yeah, I definitely think he could be like a versatile versatile shot creator for himself and maker, you know, mainly off the dribble to start. And like you said, he'll hit the open spot up three. I think that'll be something he can rely on. I also kind of like how he, he would attack off those situations too where he's spotting up take advantage of guys being out of position trying to close out on them i think that will that will translate to the nba pretty quick for him so i agree i think he'll be a pretty solid defender i would think um, especially once he has more muscle and kind of gets that that focus obviously that could go either way you could totally lose focus if you're you make it in the nba but i think should end up being a pretty solid defender what do you think about you know a realistic outcome for his, his defensive uh, ability i don't see any reason reason that he can't be a good defender other than mindset and want to and like we said the kids got all the tools to to be able to buy in on that end and have versatility and switch different you know and guard different guys was obviously huge but i mean it just comes down to him him you know being a little bit more mental tough mentally tough and just buying in on that and then the floor yeah definitely um i think that's about all i wanted to mention about green do you have any parting shots here on uh Jalen green Ah, uh, just in terms of uh favorite athletes that you know we've kind of watched and got to see he's he's right there towards the top of the list that's yeah um you know overall we've we've talked about many of the uh top picks so far at least projected picks where do you fit Jalen green into that mix uh, i would probably take if I if I was drafted and I was a GM, I'd probably take Keg Cunningham over him. I'd probably take Evan Mobley over him. And I think, I mean, I like Jalen Suggs a good bit, but I think there's a very real argument for Jalen Green to be the third guy off the board. I mean, what about you? Um, I'm I would put Jalen Green behind all three of those other ones. But like you said, it's not a huge difference. I just I just don't see that mega upside with Jalen Green like I do with the other ones. Like I don't see him potentially being like an MVP type of guy. But not to say his potential is not great, but I just see him being a little bit below that tier and kind of being more of a, an all-star level, you know, upside type of guy. No, I, I would definitely probably take Suggs over him if I had to pick between those two. But if someone were to say, hey, you know, I, I think I would take Jalen Green at three, I could, I could see why they would, if you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, definitely. I just like, I don't know, I like the the explosiveness of Suggs a little bit more than Jalen Green. And then you, you throw in the skill set, and I think Suggs might have that a little bit over Jalen or green as well so that's why i would go with sug right no most definitely all right let's 